Magazines and Monsters, Episode 3, Halloween Special. Hey everybody, Billy D, a.k.a. Doc Strange here. I uh, wanted to get a uh, Halloween episode out here for sure. You know, the month of October, big time horror month. Um, Going to be talking about Chamber of Chills, number three, from 1972. The main story in particular, The Thing on the Roof, uh, it's adapted uh, from a story by Robert E. Howard by Roy Thomas and Frank Brunner. Um, you know, really awesome cover by uh, uh, Alan Weiss and Frank Giosia. Uh, you know, very Lovecraftian with some uh, tentacle beast getting ready to rip two people apart. A couple of caption boxes and then, you know, the typical Marvel hyperbole at the bottom, the thing on the roof, which is the name of the first story. Um, this adaptation revolves around a man that traveled to the Yucatan to obtain riches from a certain temple he read about in a book called Nameless Cults. And for those of you that uh, also listen to myself and Herman on Into the Weird, you'll know that uh, we've talked about that book before, and uh, that's something that Howard had in some of his stories and figured into a few Doctor Strange issues that are uh, Marvel premiere that we talked about on the show already. So if you didn't check that out already, please do. So anyway, back to the story. Uh, the man reaches his destination with the help of the natives, but they will not go any further once they see a certain door inside a temple. The man then has an encounter with something horrific that we cannot see. He runs and doesn't look back. He does, however, still have a jewel he stole from the temple. One night, a friend pays a visit after he's invited by the man that was in the Yucatan, Tusman. Mr. Irwin the guest and the butler seem to think Tusman has gone mad as he's under the impression that someone or something is on his roof. He tells him about his story and the trip to the Yucatan and something horrible that he saw there. After he gets a little more agitated, he goes up to his room and locks himself in, and then all three men turn in for the night. Later that night, as Irwin is reading the black book, nameless cults again he hears a blood curling scream he and the butler rush to the locked door of Tusman's bedroom and have to force their way in they stand aghast at some horrible creature part reptile part winged and tentacled beast standing over Tusman's dead mangled body it grabbed the jewel and then flew away Okay, so here are my thoughts on this one. Uh, <clears throat> very neat story. You know, take nothing away from the story. Um, Roy Thomas did a good job adapting this one. But the standout for sure is the artwork by Frank Brunner. No matter if it's just, you know, scenes inside the home of Tussman when the three characters in the story are talking or the flashback scene to the main character in the Yucatan, you know, going into the temple. No matter what it is, Frank Brunner does a tremendous job. Like, his artwork is uh, 
so sharp in this issue. And then the very final page where you see the reveal of the, the monster beast, whatever you want to call it. That is just incredible too. His work is just, it's unparalleled on the stuff he did in a very short amount of time. I mean, you know, some may say it's blasphemous, but to me, he's right up there with Jim Steranko in that he worked in comics a, a pretty short period of time. But the when you look at his work, the impact it'll have on you is just tremendous. His, his work is just, I don't want to say it's unparalleled, but it's up there. You know, it's this comic is definitely a four out of five for me, you know, that specific story. And it's mostly because of his artwork. It's that good. Um, there are two other stories in this book as well. The second one is called All the Shapes of Fear. And that one's written by George Effinger and art by Don Heck and Bill Everett. <clears throat> and I'm not real familiar with George Effinger's work, but the story itself isn't too bad. You know, it's all about, you know, it literally revolves around fear and the consequences that can manifest from fear. So it's a solid story. And obviously with Don Heck and Bill Everett, you know, top-notch artwork too. You know, it's not quite on par with the, the Brunner story, but it's very good. Uh, creepy little story for sure. And then the third story, um, The Girl Who Cast No Shadow. And this one's interesting. A story by Gardner Fox. Uh, shout out to Jennifer DeRoss there and Forgotten All-Star. Check out her book about Gardner Fox. And then the art is by Ernie Chan. And that one, it's a pretty good story. It's, you know, like a, a more of a mystery and a little bit of horror sprinkled in. But in that one, we see a young woman walking around Piccadilly Circus and a man, uh, the guy's name's Reginald Atkins. I think he's like a reporter. He notices that she casts no shadow, not even when she's right by, you know, a streetlight. And he approaches her and asks her how this is possible. She in turn tells him it's because of a curse, thanks to her father and a discovery he made years earlier. He had been searching for uh, a lost temple and this pagan god, um, and he found it. And... Uh, a very crazy twist ending to the story, too. Not Definitely not what you were expecting. So kudos to Fox for that one. And there's some good artwork in there by Chan as well. A lot of, uh, you know, he's doing his best Gene Colon. There's a lot of shadows and stuff like that. And, you know, um, the characters look very well and the settings look very good. So overall, great stuff there. So, you know, overall, great issue here from Marvel. Uh, I think this book is one that eventually turned into reprints from the Atlas era. Uh, but these early issues, you know, had new content in them. And this issue number three, Chamber Chills, is definitely one of the standouts for sure. So check it out. Uh, it can be found, you know, you can get reader copies in the bins for a couple bucks. And uh, it's well worth your time. All right, so stay tuned, and I'm going to do a little uh, housekeeping here at the end and then wrap up the show. Okay, I'm here to uh, wrap up the show, guys. Um, one thing I want to start doing now pretty much with every episode is doing some thank yous out there for, uh, you know, all the people that interact with me on Twitter, you know, whether it's likes or, <clears throat> you know, retweets and all that stuff and DMs. So many good people out there on Twitter. 
And I definitely want to get into the habit of, you know, doing some thank yous on a regular basis because, uh, you know, you guys are uh, really great people out there. So um, thank you to the following people. Uh, first and foremost, Herman at Dark Longbox. And then my buddy Grant uh, at Storm Chaser 2162. Uh, Dave Elliott uh, at D-E-V Elliott. Uh, Chris Buse, which is at Buse underscore Chris. Uh, Jeff uh, at Jeff's Comics. Then you have Doug uh, at Bronze Age Babies. Mike at Comics in the Golden Age. Professor Allen uh, at Relatively Geeky. He has a good network of shows, so definitely check him out. Uh, Chris at Ace Comics. Uh, Chris as well at Charlton Hero. Those two guys have just started another new podcast. Uh, actually, it's an episode every Monday. I think it drops on uh, the Cosmic Treadmill. So if you haven't subscribed to the Cosmic Treadmill on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever, definitely look those guys up, Chris and Reggie, and then now Chris, uh, Charlton Hero. He's joined in that he's uh, on an episode every Monday with uh, Chris uh, at Ace Comics too. So uh, check that out. Then uh, Dave, good guy, got a good blog, uh, at Dave's Comic Hero. And then Clinton at Coffee Comics Blog. Uh, a guy that's a good friend of the show for uh, me and Herman uh, on Into the Weird always uh, talks to us. William Hugh Potter, at WH Potter. Then Reggie from uh, Cosmic Treadmill as well, at Reggie Reggie. Then you have Sean is at Sean42AZ. He's doing currently with his buddy Greg. They are going through the Squadron Supreme miniseries. Um, so definitely search for that one too. You know, it's a 12-issue series and they're doing a couple issues at a time. But they're doing a great job of that too. So definitely look for that one. Uh, Squadron Supreme. And then Dallin Baumgarten uh, at Dallin B. Good guy, always talking comics and music and movies. Uh, Karen, uh, the other half of Bronze Age Babies, she's uh, at Walker underscore KM. And then Iowa's Joe Crawford. This guy is a comic book uh, reading machine. Uh, I don't know how this guy sleeps or eats. He reads so many comics, but he's a good guy at Iowa's Joe. And then Jennifer DeRoss, uh, she's the one I mentioned during the show that did the Forgotten All-Star, a uh, great book, biography about uh, the life of Gardner Fox. Definitely check that out. And she's at Jennifer DeRoss. And then Back in the Bronze Age, at Back in the Bronze. Uh, good blog there. Always tweeting out some good Bronze Age images. Uh, great comic book. Uh, definitely blog there and uh, Twitter account. Definitely check that out. So next time I'll come back with even more. Um, and then just to do a little bit of a preview, I'm going to get this episode out ASAP here, and then at least one, if not two more, and then look for myself and Herman. We're going to be doing a lot of, uh, you know, cross-promotion. He's got two new episodes of The Long Box of Darkness coming out this month, um, and one of those I'm going to be on, and he and I talked about a really awesome, scary comic, so definitely look for that. You know, we're going to be talking about Dracula, The Living Mummy, Scarecrow, um, and then uh, maybe even some black and white magazine love. And then also we're going to live tweet um, while we watch a movie. 
And I'm not going to say which movie it is, but it's definitely a fun one. Uh, and it is from the 1970s, uh, so it's uh, it's crazy. So be on the lookout for that. But we'll definitely let you guys know about that before it uh, we pop it up there. Maybe we'll give about a week's notice, a few days at least for sure. And we're probably looking at like a you know Saturday night, Friday, Saturday night maybe to uh, live tweet that and try to get some of everybody involved and uh, have a good time with it. So... Thanks once again for tuning in. I appreciate it, and I'll see you next time.